Welcome to Ramblings of an Introvert, the podcast where I ramble about whatever's on my mind. I am your rambling host, Rob. Peace and love. I hope all is well. It's been, you know, well, first of all, I just, you know, I just kind of like hope that, like, again, um, hope is some resolution um, overseas. And um, because I just want, you know, I just want all of us human beings on this earth to just chill and get along. That that that's pretty much so kinda like all I hope for. You know, we may have disagreements, but you know it don't really um really don't have to like you know, go into like war and all that other stuff, you know. That's like my little like two cents. Um, so, yeah, peace and love all around the world, you know. And yeah, let's get into today's podcast shall we a couple of things I want to talk about is I got kind of like an like NBA kick basketball like <clears throat> like in this early Saturday morning late Friday night we are witnessing Denver versus Denver Nuggets versus the Phoenix Suns. Suns are down by one point with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Um, I, I just kind of feel like I don't know. I just kind of feel like so far this NBA season has been kind of like kind of weird, you know. Definitely like for like my home team, the Detroit Pistons. Like we haven't won. We only won two games, and we haven't even won. We haven't won in the um, the month of November. So it was like. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, because, like, you know, me and like a lot of other people who been like getting into like basketball or whatever, and then like a lot of like you know Detroit Pistons fans has been like kind of like, you know, we gonna make some noise because like I want like. Primarily when I like drive nowadays, if I'm listening to the radio, it's pretty much sports radio. Shout out to 
the ticket. Um, so that's like pretty much like all I watch, uh, I listen to. I mean, um, then like your typical YouTube shit and. Primarily, like, I was, you know, I was, like, super elated because, you know, Kay Cunningham was returning to the team. Um, we had, like, this um, dope-ass rookie that we just drafted in last year. Then, you know, and then, like, you know, we, I feel like last year we, um, kind of like had like two dope players who showed out last year in Kate Cunningham's absence and that's like Jalen Duran and um, Jalen Ivey so <clears throat> so primarily I was just like okay Kate's coming back we gonna like you know, we're going to figure some things out. And then, um, our old head coach moved. I, I believe he, like, moved up to, like, basketball operations or something like that. Um, but then, like, Monty, um, Monty Williams is the new head coach who was, like, coach of the year. So... It was like a lot of like promising, you know, a lot of promise. And it still is, you know, like I feel like we can, you know, um, win some games in the month of December. Like if we if we can like at least win like ten games in December. I don't know how many games we have in December, but if we can win like a fair amount of games and get like some momentum because like you really can't blame like us losing all these games being like you know it's still you know it's still preseason like you know because like the because like I was I was so hyped uh, we got Denver at 114 Phoenix at 110 with 155 to go in the fourth. Um, so yeah, it was like, cause I was watching like a lot of like, um, I was watching like a lot of footage um, from like the, um, the off season and then like, you know, training together and stuff. I was like, this could be a dangerous duo. Maybe they figured them out in, you know, during them games, them, them runs. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it, it's definitely something to be cautious about if you're, um, then it's just like, kind of like, you know, they got like the fucking, you know, Detroit bad boys inspired jerseys and stuff and I'm just like y'all can't bring them jerseys out and play like that you know it's just 
it don't it don't it don't make it you don't make you're not making the Pistons look good you know doing that but that's just me coming from a idiotic fan I guess um I'm not like an expert you know I'm not like an expert analyst you know the you know I play baseball I mean I play basketball only like probably like shit middle school <laughs> was the last time that you know that, that we that I played basketball um Cause like my high school, we didn't, you know, we had like a gym, but like, was it a basketball hoop? It was a basketball hooping it, but like, you know, we wasn't like hooping it. Like I wasn't hooping. Shit, I failed fucking gym in high school. Oh man, offensive foul. Ball going back to fucking Denver. Phoenix down by three with 45 seconds to go. So, yeah, you know. But then, like, I also like playing, like, you know, in a neighborhood, I guess. You know. I would love to play basketball again. You know. Shoot some hoops. Because, like, it is, like, a fun cardiovascular sport. And I love the fundamentals. You know, but um, so yeah, I don't know what's going on with my Pistons, um, cause like, cause, cause to be quite honest with you, I'm the, I'm a fan of the sport and then secondary fan of the players, I guess. It didn't like teams; it was like third. Because it's like, cause, like it's hard to, um, <clears throat> it's hard to have like a favorite team. Because like, with how sports is now, like every star player is going to a different team each year, and like forcing themselves out, you know. Um, like for this, we're gonna talk about the James Harden situation where he forces way out of Philly to go to um to the Clippers, the LA Clippers. So yeah, I got like a fucking James Harden jersey, a Philly one, and it's like, oh, he just been like, you know, and then it's just like, oh, he's going to the Clippers. So it's just like, oh. I don't know, man. I kind of feel... I don't know what to think about that move to L.A. Unless, like... We're going to get we're gonna get into it later, but... I guess we can get into it now. Um, so, yeah. James Harden forced his way out from the 76ers, who I thought with James Harden coming back, if he would have came back to Philly this year, probably would have been like a number number one, number two top team, which since the trade, Philly has been playing very, very well. 
even though they lost to Boston tonight. But it was without Tyrese Maxey, without Joel Embiid. So, given that, you know, and given, like, you know, I don't know. I really do. I, I still like Philly as a team. Um, because, I don't know, man. I just kind of feel like James Harden needs his team, his own team. And so, like, I feel like if James don't, if James doesn't primarily have the ball, he needs a duo. He needs, like, a complete, like, maybe, like, a backcourt or, like, a I wouldn't even necessarily say like another like big, but like he has to have the ball in his hand. And him going to the Clippers and you have excuse me. You have Kawhi, you got Paul George, then you got um Russell Westbrook, and then you know and now like with current events he requested to come off the bench so so now you just got like three guys in the starting five that needs the ball and it's like what can you do at that point because I feel like for, for me personally I feel like Kawhi doesn't really need the ball because like he did play with you know Kyle Lowry which Kyle Lowry wasn't like a selfish player or needed the ball but like you know he did play with like Siakam and um Van Bleep you know in Toronto then he did play under um Tim Duncan which an older Tim Duncan and they still had um Parker and Ginobili but I think at that time Ginobili would probably come off the bench at that time I'm not really sure but it, it's it's kind of like hard to like have like that type because the way Harden plays he needs to marinate the ball you know and so it's just like he has he, like and that's like kind of like the thing about Russ Harden is like is they have to miss and sometimes they miss a lot to get I remember like when Russell was doing like the whole triple double stuff I, I, I believe like his shots was like like during like the tail end of like that whole triple double you know pretty much like every game he was like missing like a lot of points so from what like from my knowledge for back in the day so in my part so in like in my estimate I believe like I don't know it's hard to say about this team 
I don't know if they're like trying, trying to like, you know, trade for somebody in the off season. And, you know, it's just pretty much rough. It's rough to say. Um, Denver's about to win this game, 119 to 111. And yeah, Denver, Denver just got like them, um, you know, Denver's got them, them championship calls. I just love Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's just like a hooper, you know. Like he's not like some of these like other players, you know. It, it's, you know, good game, you know, good, you know, good hoop. <clears throat> like some people just go all the way. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't really like losing to the Nuggets for some reason. Cause like you see like most teams who lose to them, they just go straight to the locker room. They're not really like dabbing, dabbing, you know, the nuggets up and shit. Man, can Bo Bo play already, dude? He is that guy. And I kind of wish like, you know. Like I kind of wish like he'll emerges the player that like we all think he can be you know because like I remember like we was, we was trading for him and that's the you know like they blocked the trade because of someone was like injured or some shit and so they like canceled the trade and then he wound up signing the Phoenix and I think, like, he played, like, in preseason, I think, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's a crazy, crazy thing to think about um, this NBA. Um, what else I want to say about the James Harris? Because, like, like, James Harris is still one of my favorite players. Um, you know, I hope because I don't like the narrative that like the media is giving him, and like I just kind of like feel like his critics and just like low key like kind of like jealous of his accolades, and it's like, like to be quite honest with you, I feel as though. James Harden may I don't know if he wins the if he wins a championship you know that's all that's pretty much all he needs and and my thing is do what's bad like and that's like kind of like one of the things I hate about the media in terms of just like how they pressure basketball players or like eat like where they just practice where they um pressure athletes to be like oh you need a championship to solidify your um your career as whether it's like a basketball player a soccer player football player race car driver you know and it's just kind of like 
don't know, man. It's just like, it can only be one champion. And it's just like, if... If your talent... Not, if your talent pool of players... Like, for instance, when Tom Brady was playing in the NFL, right? Like, that took away championships from Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Eli Manning. Even though, like, Eli and Peyton won championships and Drew Brees. But it kind of, like, took away the championships that they could have won. You know, like, for instance, like, the Jets, you know, when they had, like, Mark Sanchez, Chad Pennington, and shit like that. But it was just being, like, wrecked over the fucking, you know, it was just being, like, wrecked over the fucking, um, Patriots all the time. You know, maybe it was not, like, when they had, like, um, Steve... I see. Um, it was like Bill Belichick's, like one of his like coordinators became the coach. I forgot his name, but like he was like probably like the one jazz coach who like pretty much beat Belichick, you know, or at least like you know, put some like, you know, some um, drive, you know. I don't know. But, I don't know, it's just, it's just really tough to say about like, how when people when you win It's tough to, it's tough to like have like so much talent in like a league where you can just be like, okay, well, I'm for sure they're gonna win this championship, you know? Or like this player should win this championship because of such and such. And he needs to win this because he's so talented. But I'm just like, yeah, he's talented, but like the team around him may not be talented. You know, like, for instance, going back to the Pistons, like, Kay Cunningham, like, you know, I feel like the type of caliber player he is, you know, one would say we should be winning games, you know? But we not winning games. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, so, like, back to the James Harden situations, it's like, if you're not, you know, I don't know, it's too much seasoning in the, in the pot, you know, it's just a little bit too much garlicly, you know, or too much onion, too much onion powder, you know, too much, um, but I don't know, man. It, it's it's kind of crazy to feel like 
the type of talent that they have. Um, they shouldn't be, you know, losing. But it's like, yeah. It's still like the beginning of the season and like this whole intern and like, you know, people have to gain chemistry. So like it's no for Pistons and for Clippers, like it's no, you know it's definitely no um no hand on the emergency button. But it is what it is, you know. So, what else? So, I got like a little list of NBA teams that I want to talk about. Well, I guess it's like kind of like a power ranking that I want to do for the podcast, I guess. Um, so right now we're gonna go um honorable mentions the knicks um i really like that team um jalen bronson um, julius randall um their big man robinson i believe then you got rj barrett Yeah, I, I like that team. They got like a lot of um, a lot of good players that you kind of like want to root for, you know. And the way they play, they play together. They don't play. They play. They don't play selfish, you know. Um, number seven, the Warriors. Um, you know, in late they kind of like been like kind of like the bad news Warriors. With like all this like Draymond drama, you know, him choking out Ruby Gobert. And I don't know. I really I you know, when you have Steph, Clay, and Draymond still on the same team with that chemistry, and you still have like the same coach. Yeah, they're still going to be dangerous. You know, they won four championships for a reason. Could have been five, you know. So, yeah. Um, the Heat, you always can't count the Heat out. I got the Heat at number eight um, in my power rankings. So, I'm not doing, like, divisional or whatever. I'm just doing, like, you know. A power ranking, I guess. So I got the Heat number eight, where you know you always bound Jimmy Butler to play lights out. Um, that uh, Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler is the heart and soul of that team. Uh, and then you got Bam Adebayo, who is really really good like 
I really, from the way he's played the last couple of years I've seen him and the way he's playing in this like first half of this season, tremendous. Like he definitely has elevated his mid-range game um, where he can just like pull up and shoot. I never saw that from him. Um, for the past couple of years, I've been eyeing at the the Heat. Um, yeah. Then you still got Tyra Hero, who can pretty much is offensive threat. Um, Duncan Robinson is playing pretty pretty well right now. Um, you just have to depend on him to play well in the playoffs. This is a dangerous playoff team because it will be hard to beat these guys four times. They will give you a fight. So that's why I really like the hot. That's why I really like the heat. And I got them at number eight. Number nine, really can't count LeBron out. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much why I got the Lakers at number nine. You really can't count them out. With LeBron, um, and then all, like, and also like it could be higher if like AD, um, if AD could play a little bit more better and not have like this whole narrative of him being like kind of like Mr. Glass, I guess. Um, hold on. I got all these like all mixed up. So, for instance, so I had Knicks at eight. I mean, no, I have Knicks at ten, Lakers at nine, Heat at eight, Warriors at seven. Okay. Then six, I have the Suns because. Who just lost to Denver Nuggets, who I got them at number one. So back to the Suns, I believe. You got Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Bill. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty high on like this one player that that they got on the bench. Um Yuta Watanabe, he's a Japanese uh, player. He's pretty good. He, used, he, he played with Brooklyn last year, and he played, like, pretty fucking dope. I don't know why they haven't been putting him in this lineup. I don't know. I'm not really sure what's going on. <clears throat> so I got the next, I mean, I got the Suns at number six. Number five, I got Mavs. For me personally, the Mavs, you, the way I can explain this for the Mavs, you have two people on that team who can give you like 50 point game potentially, if not 60, in Luka Doncic and um, Kyrie Irving. So yeah, um, there's like another like wild card team because if they're if they're, they're, um, 
supporting roles, their supporting cast can play good, that's a dangerous team. So I feel like with the Mav, they go where the bench go. So like, and it's going like hard to figure out like the like a good rotation when it comes to like the playoffs when they make the playoffs. Cause I feel like they're they're going to make the playoffs this year because like um, Luca and Kyrie have got like another year, another and like an off season to like work shit out and. Luca's just been playing like basketball, like like. I I just kind of feel like if it's like the off season, he's playing like in his home country. If it's like, I just kind of feel like he like the basketball messy at this point, you know. That's what that's 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 what Luca going to be. The basketball messy, you know, like for real, like I kind of feel that way. Um. So I got the Mavs at five. Number four, I got the 76ers, which we talked about them earlier. The way Tyrese Maxey played last year and the way he's playing now, he has potential to be a, like a number one target. Um, number one option, I mean, um, for the 76ers and potential future. Um, if um, if Joel and B go somewhere else, you know, but I believe I believe he's not gonna go anywhere else, you know. I kind of feel that he's gonna be a sixer for like a long time, and I feel like the setting sixer need him to be a sixer for like a very long time, unless because. Because, like, the narrative with Philly is, like, the owner don't want to pay, but he also want to be in a mix of things. Like, he wants to be in the playoffs because that gives you more equity, more money in terms of, like, how you can, um, how you can just get more money through the season. So yeah, I don't know. That's a different topic for a different podcast. Then like you still got like the same core players. You know, you still got Harris who've been there for like, you know, through the MB, the Ben Seven years and shit like that. Pat, yeah, Pat Bev, who is a good defensive player, who just showed out today and got you like to twenty, what, twenty six points or something like that tonight. Then you got number three. I got the Celtics at number three. Um, you got who beat. 
who beat the Sixers, who I had number four. So like with the Celtics, you know, you still got um, Tatum, you still got Brown, then you got like Porzingis. Um, so yeah, you know, and then like that team been in the mix of things for like a long, long time. And I kind of feel like this is the year that they need this team to get over the hump and go to the finals. Um, so that's why I got them at number three, because like, I feel like if they don't make it this year, it will be changes next year. Whether it's going to be Jalen Brown being traded to a different team. Um, because like vocal, I kind of feel like a lot of people feel like it's Tatum's team and they, you know, which he, he, is, he is like a great player, you know, very, very talented player. He came from Duke, so. Well, just to think though, like if they still had Kyrie with Jalen Brown, with that, I'll be a cold. That still be a cold ass. Like, yeah, that'll be a cold big three right there. Just to think about that. Um, number two, I got the Milwaukee Bucks because you got Giannis, who is like a beast, and then you also have. Damian Lillard, who is Dame Time box office. Um, I feel like if they have like a lot of lot of chemistry, if they if they gain like more chemistry, they should be um, a, a very very big threat in the Eastern Conference and in the NBA for you know the years to come. And like, I kind of feel like there's two guys who are like completely hungry, you know. Giannis is still hungry for his second championship. Um, and Dame is hungry for his first championship. That's why like he had to make, you know, the move out of Portland. The number one. The, the reigning defending champion Denver Nuggets I honestly the way the way this team been playing um, I I don't feel like it's, it, it's gonna be a tough it's gonna be very very tough um, to beat this team in four games in the playoffs, because these, because this, because the Nuggets are going to the playoffs, and they probably gonna be the number one seed in the West when it comes when, when it's all said and done. And then, like you know, uh, and then and then they're also playing without Murray, who is like injured right now. So and they're still winning. 
just with um, Jokic, who was their star player. So, yeah, it, it, it's definitely going to be very, very interesting season in the NBA. Um, I think going like, you know, because usually like you always heat up like like after the trade deadline or like, you know, after all-star season, but yeah. That's my like my little power ranking. Then also it's just like the team they're a championship team that still have like the same players, except for like well, I think like two, I believe. Like Bruce Brown went to Indiana. Jeff I think Jeff Green or something like that. He went to um I forgot where he went to. But so yeah, they just lost them two guys and they and like the and like their rookie like Bron or some shit like that. Good good two way defensive player, you know, who can like defend the defend the ball and also get his own shot. So yeah. It 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 you know, they still had that championship team, you know, and still dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think that's about it for now. Um, in terms of the NBA, look forward for part two. We're going to take a break and we will catch. We will catch you for part two. So come on back. Welcome back to part two of the new episode of Ramblings of Introvert. Um, it is now a Sunday late afternoon currently watching some football we watched we got some bears and lions lions are getting demolished by the bears 28 13 and then the next game we got the jaguars versus the browns and the browns are winning that I'm going to try to give you an update on that score. 28 to 14. So both, it's crazy that both um, games are like kind of similar in score. Like a one point difference, but yeah. Um, yeah, um, I kind of feel like the Bears, Justin Fields is trying not to get Caleb Williams <laughs> um, <laughs> to the team. Um, he's been playing pretty good, better better than our quarterback Jared Goff. Um, 
which is unfortunate, you know, because I always rock with Jared Goff, you know. Um, I always liked the Jared Goff ever since. Um, it was like it was like the game where like he was he was still like a Ram, and he was going against the Packers, and that was a good ass game. It was the Rams versus the Packers? I wish I could find that game. It was like a championship. It was like a championship game, not for not for the Super Bowl, but like, and Packers wind up coming through with that win. But yeah, I've been a fan of Jared Goff ever since then, because I was kind of rooting for him because he always had that stigma of like not coming through. And damn, interception! Jared Goff threw another interception. And we're probably gonna lose this game. So we're probably gonna go nine and four. And we're gonna split the Bears. Bears came to play. For real. You can't you can't you know, you can't flaunt that, you know. So now let's just be talking about some NFL. We're going to go into some NFL talk. Joe Burrow's out for the year because of, uh, I think he like broke his wrist or something. I, I watched the game, like, it was like a couple of weeks ago. Because I, I did this outline a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> but that's kind of like a big news for me. Because that's like one of my favorite quarterbacks, uh, like the new generation of quarterbacks. Um, Jaguars are now twenty to twenty-eight with eight fifty-two left in the quarter. About to be twenty-one twenty-eight, and they're just gonna be down by a touchdown with so much time left. And then, like, I'm curious about this game because the resurgence of Joe Flacco. Because, man, I low key want that brown Joe Flacco jersey, though. Like, that shit look clean. That shit look clean. <laughs> I don't know. I've just been, like, kind of, like, into, like, buying jerseys now. Because, like, here's the deal. As someone, like, who didn't, like, you know, clearly, like, I didn't have a job when I was a kid. I always like pride myself now since I have a job and you know that you know I can buy the things that I want you know and then given like in my early 20s I went overboard with the shit but now I, I keep it I keep it you know I keep it to a minimum you know like spending habits and stuff but like I've been you know kind of like Buying like jerseys and stuff, cause I like that shit. And I don't know, I just like different sports teams logos and stuff like that. Being a designer, an artist, a creator, I can appreciate different, um, you know design methods and like how jersey layouts 
Cause like, I kind of like always wanted to be like a person who like created like, you know, jerseys or like shoes. Man, if someone gave me like a shoe contract, oh my God, that'd be so sick. Like, cause I just, cause like the other day I was thinking about that shit. I was like, oh, like, you know, cause like, you know, we all have like our favorite shoes or whatever, right? So, like, what if, like, your favorite brand came to you was, like, hey, you know, we want you to, like, have, we want you, like, a signature shoe from me, you know? And, um, and that's, like, that's, like, kind of, like, the one thing I like about, like, NBA 2K, because, like, you can, like, make your own signature, um, like, basketball shoe. And I thought that was, like, so sick. Um. So yeah, like, it'll be like the Savage Ones or something like that, you know? Because I've been a huge fan of um, James Harden, Volume 7s. I think I talked about this earlier, but I love them shoes. They're so comfortable. I, like, I wear, like, I feel like I over... Like, I wear the, the black boys a lot because they're, like, the more convenient color to wear out in the public. If I'm, not like, if I'm, like, you know, just going out to, like, one place and then coming back, like, I'm just going to, like, you know, to slip them on if I, like, want to, like, look presentable. Lately, I've been wearing my, like, Air Jordans when I'm out and about doing errands, you know. Like, I, I like to think about that shit, and then like I'm just like going around the corner, just wearing like my beat up tennis shoes, my Nike tennis shoes. So I don't know. It's just I don't know. I just be thinking about different outfits and how to look the way I want to look that day, you know. Even like when I'm like you know at work, I just be like. What should I be, what should I wear today? Like, I, I just, I, like, I spend, like, probably, like, 30 minutes being, like, what outfit should I be wearing? Like, you know, now I'm just gonna, like, do the whole, like, put the outfit out the night before. Probably, like, how, like, most people probably put their shit together, you know? You know? Be more, you know, be more focused, be more aware about, like, you know, how I, you know, look and dress, you know. I am a single guy, you know. So it's just like, you know, it's just, you want to look presentable, you want to look good, you want to smell good. In my, in my world, in my eyes, you know. Even though I do have my off days, like, <clears throat> like I was getting used to like a new razor, cause I'm going like clean shaven nowadays, and it's like it fucked me up. I was like, fuck, and it was like, but shout out to needle sporing, that shit helps. So like, you know, I was like cleaning it and shit like that. So 
I don't know. I might just go back to like my old little trimmer that I use. Because, I don't know. It, it, it's definitely a risk doing like the whole smooth, clean shaving, man. If done. Uncorrectly, you know. But, but yeah, man, back to Joe Burrow, like, it sucks because, like, he's one of my favorite young quarterbacks for that crop, like, you know, like, I would put him in, like, that category with him, Jalen Hurts, Fields, um, Brock Purdy, um, Trevor Lawrence, as they're trying to, to come back from this 21-28 it's official Lions loss so we're going to 9-4 and four. we're just banged up like we're just banged up and you know shout out to like earlier today I was able to watch like my Tottenham High Springs first from Premier League they won 4 to 1 or 4 zip I believe and that was that was phenomenal. Um, so yeah, uh, Lions thirteen to twenty eight, Bears one. So yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, I think like our next game is Denver. I think that's like Saturday. So next Saturday. I believe and Denver been playing some pretty good football so like that's gonna be a pretty decent ass game yeah dude Joe Flacco 315 like man and it's like kind of crazy to think about like Drew uh Joe Flacco as like someone who's like a free agent because this is like a guy who literally won a Super Bowl in Baltimore and like he was like a free agent and I'm just like like come on now like this dude can like clearly still play um let's see so for my I got a little list for like the NFC. I got Cowboys at five. Falcons at. Oh no no! This is like the first. This is like who's winner division. But I don't know now because you know it's a new week. So yeah, um, I think we're going to cut this second part. Um, oh yeah, well, let's talk some music. And I'm going to do like a couple of shows, I mean a couple of podcasts, I mean a couple of episodes of pop on my podcast about different concerts I've been to. I don't know if I'm going to do like singular episodes because they're singular episodes they're probably going to be like short in minutes which 
it's probably convenient for y'all. Um, but yeah, like I want, I think I went to like my worst concert. I was like, this is whack for, like, the amount of money I paid for. So, I think I talked about this. It was scaring the hoes. Um, this, the project, the project is called Scaring the Hoes, and it features two of, probably, like, one of my favorite, some of, like, my favorite rappers and, you know, artists, which is Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. <clears throat> So, um, I got into JPEG Mafia because I met Chown Thrace and I bought a t-shirt that said, you know, it was like a collab, um, project with Chown Thrace and JPEG Mafia, or it was like a track. And I dig that track and then later on Spotify just start recommending me, um, JPEG Mafia tracks. And I was like, dude, this dude is like really, really fucking good. So, next thing you know, I got into Danny Brown way before that, probably like when I was like 24, 25 years old. And I just fell in love with him because um, I think like a couple of people, people at my job was playing like some of his stuff on his like him and DJ Shadow shit. And like another guy I met down the road, he was playing Danny Brown. He was a super Danny Brown fan. Um, and so that's how I kind of like fell in love with him, you know. So next thing you know, this record comes out scaring the hoes, right? So I'm just like, this is gonna be tremendous. <coughs> Excuse me. Listen to the project. Fell in love with it. Um, Cabbage Pass Kids probably like one of my favorite tracks on that one, and. Um, I think it was like Orange Juice Jones or something like that. And then they also like, and then after that project came out, they came up with like a DLC pack. And I like like what they did with, you know, with it, you know. So they released like their, their last show was going to be at the Russell Industrial. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm down with that. So we get there. No, 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 no. So I buy a ticket. I bought my ticket. Then uh, a friend of mine, she wanted to go. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, So I got her a ticket too. So at this point, I'm like, probably like $100 deep right now into this, like, Take you know, buying these tickets. So, next thing you know, concert come. Cool, I'm like, hell of excited. Go pick her up. Go to the venue. And the venue is like, 
like just to like park was like a super ordeal i was like damn like this is crazy i never been in no shit like this where like it was like it's like how is it like hard to like find parking like an abandoned place which is like kind of like well it's like kind of like halfway abandoned i guess i don't fucking know so so next thing you know we I had to like um drive I had to drive back over to a lane where I can like figure out like what this parking situation is about so next thing you know like this one place they like open up their like parking thing and it was just like, so I was like, okay, this must be where the parking's at. And so, you know, they're saying like $40 for parking. I was like, this is like worse than fucking uh, downtown Detroit. This is like literally the the most I've ever paid for parking is like $40. Like, I never paid more than this. Like, and it's kind of crazy because like the week before that, I went to go see Depeche Mode. And that's going to be, like, a huge episode because that, 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 that concert was so fucking good. <clears throat> so, we're going to, like, so, and I remember paying for parking and paying 30 right? Oh, my God. Baltimore just came back with a touchdown. Zay Flowers. 29-28 Ravens with one minute and 16 seconds to go. Can Matthew Stafford come back from this? Man, that was a crazy-ass, deep-ass. And they and they saying, like, oh, Lamar can't throw. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. That was, dude, that was balling right there. That was balling from Lamar Jackson. Action Jackson. Lamar Jackson want to win, like, see, that's, that's, that's why, like, what you want from, you know, oh, my God, they got the two-point conversion, it was like, oh, y'all gonna get a touchdown for this shit, motherfucker, oh, 28, they gonna get a field goal, so, yeah, they gonna get a field goal or a touchdown, need a touchdown to win, the Rams, which, I don't know, this Ram, this Rams team is like, yeah, Aaron Donald got that shit, too. Oh, that's crazy. But, um, yeah, it's like a couple of, um, things I want to do with the podcast, like some concert episodes. Um, I just seen Sky Fiera. That was what ten years in the making came true. I love her. Um, it sucks what's happening with her and her record label, or like they're keeping her hostage and like not letting her release her second album. 
And like her first album came out like, I want to say what, like 2010 or something like that, or 2013. And yeah, that was like 10 years ago, bro. And like, it's like kind of crazy because like she is someone who revolutionized um, she's a trailblazer to be quite honest with you of like like I kind of feel like Sky Fiera Uffy these two women was Lana Del Rey or this you know I guess you can say like that alt pop movement I guess where it's like it's pop music but it's like Kind of like all, kind of like similar with like what like a Billy Eilish is doing, you know. Um, but yeah, man, like, or you can say like uh, Charlie X, XCX, you know, and just the name of you know, few. And yeah. The show was kind of like was, it was good, but also kind of like it was like kind of like an awkward pause to it because something was going on in the front, and you can kind of see like Sky was like kind of like awkward about it because she didn't know what to do because like she literally just got back on tour, so so it's like some of this some of this shit's just like. Oh my God, Cooper Cup just caught that motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Damn, Rams coming to play, baby. Damn, Matthew Stafford, dude. I wanna like, I wonder, like, if you ask, like, a like a hardcore Detroit Lions fan, like, would you rather have Matthew Stafford, right, still as a Detroit Lion, or or still have this new crop of Detroit Lions, you know, without Jared Goff, you know, or whatnot. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like, like, I like Jared Goff, but I just kind of feel like Stafford just spoke starter for me. I'm not saying that Jared Goff isn't a starter quarterback in the NFL. It's just, the, it's just the way he plays, you know. Like, I kind of wish he played more aggressive like Stafford. But they're two different quarterbacks, you know. Damn. That shit almost got picked off. 16 seconds left. But, um, yeah.
So yeah, it's a lot of things I want to do. I originally seen Godzilla minus one. What a great movie. What a great fucking movie. We're going to talk about that. That's probably going to be on the next episode. I'm trying to do like a little kind of like binge recording. So you'll probably have like two episodes, maybe three episodes this week. Um, Just so, you know, I can just give y'all some content to digest as we, you know, go through this thing called life, you know, in whatever way that we see fit, you know. Just want to say thank you for listening if you made it this far. Um, we're almost at a thousand views. A thousand. Um, to think that, like, you know, 50 people listen to this or however many people. It just astounds me, you know, and I'm thankful, I'm grateful, I'm humble. Um, so, yeah, you know, we're just going to keep this thing rolling because, you know, you have to figure out certain things for yourself, you know, and what you want to do in life. And this is one of the things I want to do is, like, create, like, a good podcast, a nice feel-good podcast where, you know, people can come and listen to me shoot the shit and, you know, and whatnot. Then also I have, like, I'm going to give you, like, my views on GTA 6. The trailer just came out earlier this week. It actually got leaked. It was supposed to come out Tuesday, but then they they leaked it Monday. It got leaked Monday. And... It's officially back in Vice City, and it's gonna be one hell of a ride. Even though it's gonna come out in 2025, um, I'm gonna like give you some of my like thoughts about it. Um, for me personally, it looks kind of like um, Saints Row a little bit. I want to say. Oh shit, we're gonna have a tie game. 31 31. Ravens and Rams. So this game might be going to overtime. Most definitely going to overtime. We got like seven seconds left. Um, so yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Peace and love. Um, treat people with kindness, you know. Um, do, do something nice for somebody, I guess. Um, and, yeah, see you on the next episode.